Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Are you leading a loyalty program in the UK and wondering what will be important in the future? Would you love to hear brand new research into loyalty trends? so that you can figure out how to future-proof your program? Well, to launch Collinson's new partnership with Salesforce and Salesforce's new loyalty management module, these two leaders in loyalty are hosting an exclusive event in London all about future-proofing loyalty. It's being hosted at Salesforce Tower right in the heart of the City of London on Thursday the 12th of May. So to get your free invitation, simply register on invite.salesforce.com forward slash futureproofing loyalty. It promises to be a wonderful afternoon, a chance to meet and mingle with other loyalty professionals and be inspired with some wonderful ideas for the future of your loyalty program. Hello and welcome to episode 215 of Let's Talk Loyalty. My guest today is a loyalty expert that I met through LinkedIn and whose consistently thoughtful posts have proven very compelling to me. Henry Christian is now an independent loyalty consultant with more than 13 years experience running coalition programs in Asia, firstly in his home country of Indonesia and more recently in Singapore. Henry recently posted about the mistakes that we as loyalty managers typically make. He also gave some recommendations on how to think like a CEO. And I thought that that was absolutely brilliant advice for every one of us when we want our loyalty investments, firstly to earn the returns we need internally, and of course also the respect and the adoption they deserve externally. Henry also gave the most surprising answer so far to my question on what his favorite loyalty program is. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Henry Christian. So Henry Christian joining me today from Singapore. Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you, Paula. Happy to be here. It's been a long time, Henry. We've been chatting on LinkedIn, exchanging ideas. And yeah, it's an absolute joy to have you on the show. I'm really, really pleased. Absolutely. It's uh, my joy to be, to, to be your guest today as well. I would think I would describe you, Henry, as somebody who's probably the most prolific contributor and thought leader that I see on LinkedIn. So actually, I just want to acknowledge that. So if anybody hasn't come across your work or already followed you on LinkedIn, I would just definitely encourage them to. So well done on that. And I will be asking you about it because I think it's a, it's a very interesting personal branding strategy. I wouldn't know you if it wasn't for your incredible contributions. So with that all said, let's get straight into for somebody with your, I think, 13 years of senior loyalty expertise. I'm dying to hear, particularly in an Asian context, you're based there in Singapore. What is your favorite loyalty program, Henry? That's, that's a really tough one, right? And I had to really crack my brain 
thinking about uh, about this, right? And and as and as you said, as a law practitioners, I really have a high standard of what I would deem as the great law program. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm gonna give an answer that that might be slightly controversial. Oh, uh, great! And 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 uh, and it's not a law program, so I interpret the questions. Uh, as in what makes me loyal, right? yes. program or otherwise, yes. to something, a brand or a platform. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's Reddit. Wow. Reddit, for, for those people who, who, who might not know what Reddit is, Reddit is a network of communities where you can join uh, sub-communities based on your hobbies, based on your interests, cooking, uh, car fixing, music, the football yeah, yeah um and 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 you go to that community and why i say reddit because reddit is so wonderful um you join a community where 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 the other users of that community the other members of that community share the same problem the same goals that you have yeah um, you join you join that community and uh and and you try to help people with their questions with their problems by answering the posts yeah um and instead of points that usually loyalty programs will give uh reddit has this thing what they call karma which is very Ooh, smart totally yeah? i love it and i love it because because for every good 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 questions that you 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 give yeah and when the other members upvote it you earn more karma the more karma you earn, right? Yeah. The higher status that you get in the community, and yeah. you earn special badges uh, that, that that give you uh, uh, other privileges. And and you know, if you if you are a uh, top contributor with a lot of badges, obviously whatever you say, whatever answers you give in that community, yes. uh, 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 carries more weight. Um, yes. And and that's the reasons why I love Reddit. And I think the whole concept of community is really a key trend that yeah. uh, many brands uh, are trying to emulate, uh, yes. even within their own loyalty program, yeah. how they can actually build a sense of community uh, because in itself, it, be it can become a, a super powerful flywheel uh, yeah. to drive uh, business uh, to the organization. Totally. And I love that commercial perspective, Henry, because at the end of the day, there's a lot of mistakes that people make in loyalty. And actually, we're going to talk a lot about them today. But I think, you know, the biggest mistake is not having the commercial mindset of why are we investing in all of this incredible work? Um, it's wonderful to want to, you know, exchange value, of course, with your customers, exactly as you've alluded to with Reddit. But I, I'm really um, impressed with the insight, Henry, because I made a very, you know, I suppose, significant decision, um, you know, when social media became a part of my life that started to feel overwhelming, <laughs> which I think we have all experienced. Absolutely. So for me, you know, maybe 15 years ago, I mean, I can't remember the timing, but at that time, what I decided was I would only engage with one personal social media platform. And I chose Facebook because that's where my friends and family were. And I chose LinkedIn, of course, for my, you know, professional life. So I often say I'm the only marketeer in the world, I think, that's not on Instagram, <laughs> first of all. But it's amazing that Reddit doesn't get the visibility or the respect that you've just explained, Henry. I just think that's extraordinary. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and just like you, Paula, uh, in the last uh, 16 months, 
I've jettisoned many of my social media uh, presence. I'm no longer on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. Uh, wow. I'm not even. I'm not even on. Uh, I actually just left WhatsApp. I, I moved to to, wow. to to Telegram, where it is just like uh, it was secure. I guess. Of course, there's uh, controversies around that. Uh, and and I chose. I kept LinkedIn, just like you. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and 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 Reddit. That's about. And and why I chose Reddit? Why I did not do it with Reddit because I get to choose the community that I want to be a part of. Yeah. Like Facebook, where it can get rather overwhelming with, yeah. with the algorithm and the news feeds. And I think there are a lot of uh, uh, papers written about it. Uh, the, the, the whole genesis about, about Reddit is that the choice is given to the user, yes. right? What you want to be a part of. Yeah, and 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 because there is a upvote downvote uh, yeah. functions in, yeah. on, on Reddit, people who are not familiar, um, unlike unlike Facebook, right? Uh, if 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 a certain uh, uh, responses is is clearly controversial, yeah. um, and and it receives uh, a lot of downvotes, right? And it will get heated. The answers will get heated, and 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 it's kind of like I don't feel that the platform is toxic. Because I have the the people Amazing. have the power. The yes. people have the power wow. to, to 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 put information out there, to curate it, and through the power of the people, right? Uh, uh, you know, uh, the more appropriate news information are are, are displayed. Yeah, yeah, upweighted. Yes. And forgive my ignorance, Henry, but I do think there's a lot of us that just are not experienced with Reddit. Is it a place where brands can go and build their own community or is it purely individuals, consultants, you know, human beings, you know, at the, the, at the essence? Is there brand activity? Is there anything commercial happening there or, or not? Well, I think that uh, uh, I've seen ads being served uh, where, as I okay. was, uh, and, yeah. and that's, that's the extent of it. I've, I also know that uh, uh, prolific Redditors who've earned, I mentioned yeah. Karma, Karma. Yeah. Edges, who actually sold their accounts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, and they pocket the good, handsome sum of money from it, right? to go to, and, and, and sell it to a to, to a brand, right? Of course, they won't appear on the forum as a brand. Yeah. But, you know, in the end. Yeah. And the reputation is being sold, actually. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Whether or not that's ethical, that's, of course, another topic. Separate, for another yeah. Day, yeah. Um, but, 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 but that's the way. And I think for every brand who, who cares about their customer sentiment, they should yeah. spend a lot of time doing social listening on Reddit because that's where... Uh, you know, totally. unfiltered discussions happen, totally. unfiltered sentiments that you can pick up on. Totally. Yeah. But I also think what you're alluding to, Henry, is um, a very big trend, which I think I'm using the term correctly of cancel culture, but yeah. opting yeah. out, jettisoning, and that's everything. Like you've said, social media platforms, we share that already, um, opting out of loyalty programs that I'm not really impressed with is for sure um, an yeah. increasing trend. So I think and I don't think it's a COVID thing. I was just checking with myself if, if it was triggered by that. But I just think we're all so busy and yeah. our priorities are getting clearer, maybe as we just get older, more experienced. But it, I suppose it just 
emphasizes, I guess, the importance of adding value to your customer, your user, or whoever it is that you seek to serve, Henry. So thank you for that conversation. As a final one on social media, before we move on, Henry, a lot of people have said to me that maybe, you know, Let's Talk Loyalty should be focusing on Twitter. And I would just love, I suppose, especially with Elon Musk just this week, in fact, um, announcing a big stake he acquired, joined the board. Do you think Twitter is important for loyalty professionals? Um, I, I, from an individual perspective or from a brand perspective? Uh, either or. Actually, I'm yeah. interested in both. Well, I think I think I'm on Twitter as well. I actually just got on Twitter just just a few months ago. Would you would you believe it? Um, but but the reasons why I'm on Twitter, um, it's purely purely because people uh, creators on Twitter who are prolific creators have a lot of followers. Yeah, they they have a certain distinct copywriting skills. Yeah. Okay. And the way that they convey the message is very crisp. And yes. it's something that every loyalty marketer can learn because, because yeah. Twitter has the uh, word yeah. uh, limitation. Of right? course. Yeah, so, I love it. So, 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 <laughs> me too. I love it. So, how do you deliver a message to your and yeah. consumers, readers, yeah. Yeah. In, 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 the, in, in the most crisp uh, way possible? Yeah, and, and I think that's that that that's something that I learned, and that's the reasons why I, I'm on Twitter. I, okay. I I want to see that how they actually frame their yeah. message clearly uh, to the readers. Yes, and that is a very efficient use of the readers' time as well. So I think that is the whole purpose and and why it has been so successful. The only reason I stopped on Twitter myself was because again it was overwhelming, and you know yeah. I just didn't have the time. But I do think I'll head back there. So listen, Henry, I want to get into um, a bit about what you've learned over the years. And for listeners, I will say I know you've worked on um, a fabulous program in Singapore. You might talk us through these, but just in summary, uh, a coalition program that I believe 90 percent of households in Singapore uh, would have engaged with. And Singapore, I guess, like Ireland, where I'm from, is a relatively small country. but Before that, obviously, you also worked in a program in Indonesia, which I found out today is the fourth biggest country in the world by population. So you have, you know, I suppose, expertise at scale also in Indonesia. And I often think, Henry, that I don't do enough about loyalty in Asia. So it is a real honor, I suppose, just to kind of get your insights in terms of what you've learned. And what, again, I suppose what I noticed particularly was a recent post you did and it actually does feel universal. So in some ways, I yeah. also found it very reassuring that, yeah. you know, we all talk about Asia and we we, we wonder what it's like. Um, so, yeah, I think your learnings are universal. So what I want to uh, maybe get into is, first of all, you positioned this post on LinkedIn, which, of course, we'll link to or anybody can reach out to me, of course, or hopefully yourself on LinkedIn, Henry, to make sure they can get access to the full details of what you promoted But you wrote a post and you basically said that people are struggling to prove the return on investment of their loyalty program because we don't speak like the CEO. So I think that's a wonderful starting point. And what I love is you identified five common mistakes and five recommendations. 
So I love all of these, particularly because I've been the one probably making these mistakes <laughs> over the years. So maybe will you talk about, Henry, what do you think maybe the first most common mistake that loyalty managers make and what you can suggest? So any of the ones, I know we have five, we don't have to talk sure. through them all today, but just sure. what do you really find frustrating when you see it happening? Sure. And, and, and of course, you know, I, I, this is not me preaching from the pupits and say that, <laughs> oh, thou shalt not make those mistakes. And yes. these are the real mistakes that I myself had made in the past, right? Yes. I mean, any, any, any me good, too. honest, loyalty practitioners would have, we, we will be able to put our hands up and say, yep, that was me, right? Totally. That was me. Yes. And, and I learned it as well. And, 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 and I thought that it's good to get the word out there so that aspiring loyalty practitioners can learn uh, from, from, from my mistakes. I think before we, 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 we go into, into the post, I think the number one mistakes that, I've, I, that I see loyalty, loyalty managers, let's use that term, loyalty managers do today is they try to be smart, too smart, instead of trying to be clear. So let me give you an example. Yeah. In, crafting, in crafting marketing messages, loyalty marketers loves to use jargons, loves to, loves to sound smart, right? Yeah. Sound, loves to sound clever, right? But very often, it ends up confusing uh, the members, the customers. And that's, that's, that's not good, right? So this is customer and, communication specifically, Henry. Correct. Okay, correct. external. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. And, and, and to me, that's, that's, that's important. Right? Yeah. Clarity. Uh, the clarity is, is, is super important because you know we, we love we, we think that uh, let let's let's use uh last week uh wasn't it the social media was flooded with the meme uh from the Oscars yeah. where Will Smith gave a uh, a big slap uh, to to uh, Chris Rock right and yeah. and every brand jumped on it. The yeah. question is. Do you need to jump on it, right? And, and I think, and and I think, as as a lot of the uh, practitioners who 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 holds the key in building relationship with with the customers is trying to understand that you don't always have to be on, you don't always have to be smart. You need to be clear in communi- in, in having communication with your customers. I think that's key, sure. Yeah, right? keep it relevant. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and then of course coming back uh, to your questions in in uh, the, the most common mistake that I see a customer, a loyalty manager do in building, improving their loyalty ROI. Uh, it's, 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 it's this, right? And, and I learned it uh, the hard way uh, when, when my boss one day told me that, look, Henry, if you want your loyalty program to be taken seriously, yeah. then you, you need to start treating this as your business. It's yes. not a marketing tool. Correct. It's not a, a mere program. It's yeah. a business. So you you prove it that 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 it is a business, right? Yeah. Um. And 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 and, and I I think I think my most favorite I think the most my, my, my most favorite part that where I like to correct uh the the, the young yeah. loyalty managers is this. So they like to say that um well uh eighty percent of of, of, and, and you see this even on the financial reports, right? Where, where people say that yeah. 80% of our sales cr- come from our members, loyalty yeah. members. Right? Yeah. But so what does it mean? What yeah. does that mean, right? Yeah. It just simply means that you have the information of 
80% transactions yeah. that happen uh, that, that happens on your brand, right? Yeah. But from a CEO perspective, who is funding this, right? Yeah. Why should I do it? And this is controversial. And I've 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 been on the receiving end of this question from a, one very particular top CEO that's that, totally. that I have to manage, right? Yes. And she asked me this question, and she said that look, if if this 80% of your members were already shopping with me before your program. Why yeah. should I give them points now? Because it's just eroding my business. And it's absolutely uh, spot on questions, right? And I think I can't deny her that I say, no, yeah. you know, you're, you're right. And yeah. so, so I think instead of just shouting like, oh, I've got, I've got, you know, uh, 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 80%, I capture 80% of the transactions. I think it will be good if a loyalty manager can actually show that um, is this 80%, do you actually capture new market share, right? Because yeah. I think the end of it is that you want to be able to corner a, uh, uh, to, to capture more market share, right? Yes. Uh, and, and I think you need to actually prove, it's not just about converting your non-members to be members. I yeah. think it's about once they become a member, now that I have your data, can I market to you more effectively? Which means yeah. that there's, should, will I be able to optimize my marketing dollars? Because yeah. in the past, if I do not know you, I might need to spend a lot on out of home, above the line uh, yes. marketing. But sure. now, because I know you, I can personalize my messages, I can send yeah. notifications. And in, on, on paper, that should bring down my marketing costs, right? And, and sure. you know, cost optimization is, 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 is one. And number two, yeah. if I know you, and 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 uh, I can then personalize my offers to you better. Uh, yeah. I believe you should come to me more often, or yeah. you should buy more with me, and therefore I capture more more of your uh, shop volume, right? Yeah. And and so it's not just about an absolute numbers that I captured X percent of the total sales. Yeah. But 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 you need to think from a business perspective. Do you actually? grow the total business, right? And I think that's what every CEO wants to know, what yes. they're funding the loyalty the, the business for. Yes, yes. You're absolutely right. Um, and correlation um, is not the same as causality. And yeah. I think that is the, the ultimate challenge that we all face just because, as we know, the loyalty members are spending more, for example, doesn't mean they're spending more because of the loyalty investment. So it's very hard to prove. You use the term in the post of the self-selection bias. And that is yeah. exactly it. And I, again, have made this mistake and I see this mistake where we compare, for example, the member's basket size versus the non-member's basket size yeah. or the frequency of our members versus the frequency of non-members. Whereas we yeah. know, of course, if I'm going to visit regularly to a particular store, of course, I'm going to sign up. So that's a very difficult thing, again, to sit in front of a CEO and say, again, I caused those extra visits or that higher basket size. So, so on those two particular points, I guess, Henry, you know, what would you recommend that um, loyalty managers do um, so that they don't fall into this situation where they're claiming something that actually they cannot take responsibility or take the credit for, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I... The, the easiest way is to do uh, uh, an A-B testing, right? Uh, to observe the customer's behavior pre-loyalty and post-loyalty, right? Okay. Uh, whether, yeah. whether once, like I say, once you become a member, I can yes. influence you to actually shop one more time, to pick up one more item, 
in your yeah. basket, right? Yeah. Um, then, of course, the challenge is that how do I know your pre-loyalty uh, yeah. uh, behavior? Uh, uh, behavior, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like on paper, yeah, yeah, okay, that, that, that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, um, and there is no easy way to do it, right? There is no easy okay. way to, to, to do Good. it. Good, I didn't miss a memo um, or anything on the solution. No, 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 no way. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I don't think that there is one answer to that. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think that for a uh, uh, for an e-commerce player, yeah. it might be easier to do that because you might yes. not sign up as uh, as a member and yeah. you check out as a guest. But sometimes I get to retain your email address, right? At so, least an identifier, for sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. So assuming that you use the same email address they use as to check out yeah. as a guest, that you yeah. sign up as a, for a membership, right? Yeah. Then I can compare your pre and post loyalty behavior. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the challenge is uh, almost insurmountable when it comes to the offline scene. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I don't know who I don't know. Right. Of course. Um, yeah. So, so, so uh, what I would have done is to do a cohort analysis. Right. And, and I learned okay. this from my data scientist colleagues. Uh, so, it, for example, uh, this month is April. For people who sign up in April, I yeah. will compare it with non members' behavior in April. Right. Yeah. And use that as a benchmark. Right. And then I observe people who sign up in April. How, how do they spend in May, in June, in July? And okay. Using the non members' uh, uh, spend in April as my as, 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 as the basis. Right. Okay. Of course, it's an estimate, but I think yes. that's the best. That's, that's the best. The best. Uh, yes. That's the best that you can do. Um, yeah. I've done, I've, I've tried, I've experimented where. Uh, uh, as part of the onboarding journey, of course, not the first time. Yeah. Well, we 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 uh we actually collected information, uh from 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 a newly signed up members to say that uh so you know before you become a member, how much do you used to spend with us? Of course, all of these are declared information. Yes. Yeah. So yes. you have to take that with a pinch of salt. So of course. So, yeah. So these are the two two methods that 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 uh, I have done before. Interesting. I like the method. And yeah, there, there's at least a pivotal point. There's something to refer back to. And again, with data analysis, colleagues, your expertise, I know you were an auditor actually in your <laughs> previous That's career. It's yeah. to totally funny. And, and I, I, I'm happy for you because I don't think auditing is nearly as much fun as, uh, as loyalty no marketing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's definitely the right kind of left brain training that a CEO can respect. And at least you can acknowledge. And maybe that's part of the problem, Henry. I do think what we have done in the past is probably as we said, talk through these, you know, five things that we're claiming in the business case and then not able to defend them. So I think at least if you go into the CEO or whoever it is at the C-suite level that you're reporting into, acknowledge there's no perfect method to measure. At least then you're being very honest, but explain the methodology, which is the next best thing. So I think that's probably an important distinction I hadn't thought about before, Henry. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I really like it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and 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 just on that, um, every every marketer who come to to into the scene, uh, you know, they know how to do Google Analytics, for example, right? And of they course. know how to yeah. they know how to do performance marketing, right? Yeah, it's black but, and white. Yeah, but I'd like to say that, uh, please learn about profit and loss, uh, uh, uh P and L skills as well, because I think. 
it's an important skill. And and and, and you're right. And one thing that that I've I've benefited tremendously because of of of, of uh, yeah. my accounting background, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you work in a business. A business runs on PL, right? So, totally. so it's, it's an absolutely good skill to have. Yes. Yeah. The other one that you alluded to there, Henry, was around, you know, new members um, being something that's often claimed. Um, and that, of course, doesn't mean a huge amount. What really matters is share of wallet in your category. Yeah. So yeah. business, you know, new to the business customers. Um, is that something that you have any suggestions on measuring? Because, again, it's one thing not to have data on our own customers, but yeah. often we certainly don't have, you know, data, yeah. you know, customers of, of our competitors. So what's yeah. the best approach in terms of identifying, you know, people who are new to the business that your loyalty initiative has, has supported? So we work, uh, uh, in my previous job, uh, we work very closely. I mean, I was supported with, uh, with, with excellent uh, market researchers. Nice. Uh, and, 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 and it's actually part of our OKR, uh, where we have to defend uh, our market share, right? I mean, a few OKRs, but one of the most important ones is to uh, defend uh, market shares, right? Sorry, what's um, OKR? Uh, objective key results. Ah, so like a KPI, KPI for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is KPI. I'm, I'm just trying to sound cool about it. Uh, and, and <laughs> you did very well. OKR. You confused yeah, me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, 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 I saw that you, you look uh, uh, visibly impressed. So that, that's kind of, I achieved my objective. Well yeah. done, Henry. <laughs> so, um, so, 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 yeah. And I think to, to defend our market share is important because we were, we were, yeah. we were the uh, number one player in the market. Uh, this so is the Singaporean program, is it? Correct, correct, yes. correct. Great. So, Remind so, me the name so, of this one that you were the general manager there, weren't you? Correct. Uh, the, the name of the program is PLUS program. PLUS program? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the name of the company is uh, NTUC Link. Link? And, yeah. Link. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. And that's um, so a coalition. A, yeah. Correct. Because we, we were the number one uh, 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 program. And, and obviously, with uh, fencing, market share is, yes. is key. Yeah. Totally. So, um, so, so we work with 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 that uh, with with our uh, uh, market researchers as well uh, okay. to make sure that 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 uh, our market share is not is not eroded. I think it's important, right? So as, as we grow, right? Yeah. Uh, we, ideally, we want to see our market share grows as well, right? Yeah. Uh, and and I, th I think I think that's that's really important because we do. Yes, it's important to yeah. convert. Uh, working customers to to be members, but yeah. I think it's also important to bring in new. Customers yeah. to the business, right? because that's what that's what that's what that's what the people want. Of course, and you know, I sometimes think there's opportunities with credit card partners to identify that data as well. I know you also worked with American Express, for example, on a co-brand card. Uh, I think you were the program manager for them. But do you see this kind of information uh, becoming available in consultation with them, with credit card companies at, at the moment? Or do you think that's something that we could explore more in the future as an industry? I, 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 unless you have a co-brand credit card relationship, with a with with a financial institutions with a payment company, um, you they they can't share information at individual level, right? No, uh, but even can, at market they, share level. Yes, they can. They can yes. do that. Um, yes. But but then we have to make then a, a huge assumptions that uh, that the 
how what is the market share that company has. For example, of course, let, you need right? to know and, all of the credit exactly. cards. <laughs> Got exactly. It. Yeah. yeah. So how yeah, how yeah. do you do that, right? And, and then and then of course you're, you're you're making big assumptions that they don't switch credit cards, right? And because yeah. payment is payment, right? Uh, yeah. But but yes, yes. Uh, uh, did we use them? Did we work with them? Yes, yeah. we did. Uh, yeah. We work with them as well, where, where we got reports and to say that okay, look, this is this is this, this is total grocery spend, um, mm. but this is your market shares, right? And and, yeah. and therefore we realized that okay, yeah, so we yeah. can we can we can get more, and that will allow us to set reasonable target to actually grow uh, our market share. Okay. Okay. And then the, the last one, uh, as, as I suppose, a mistake that, um, again, we've all committed is really yeah. just to, you know, measure the total members and be quoting, you know, numbers. And yeah. I liked your comment that accumulating dead wood <laughs> is not serving anybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so what's the recommendation there in terms of um, quoting yeah. membership? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I think you've been you've been you've you've, you've been in this. Uh, I mean, at least you've seen uh, websites, right? Yeah. Where we're just claiming we've got X million members, right? And yeah. like okay, right? And it's like it's not it's not like I said it's not it's not the size of your membership base, right? Yeah. But how active they are, and 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 even if I I want to challenge the uh, I want to push the envelope further, it's not it's, it's not just how active they are. How well do you know these customers, right? Mm, uh, because yeah. because because we are now in the world of trying to win more data points of the customers, so that hopefully we can we can serve them better, right? Um, so so it's, so so for us, we actually set the target beyond than just uh, 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 quantity, rate, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we also want to know. How many? So we set. We have parameters like you know. Uh, ideally, we should have let's say uh, five data points of the customers, right? Be- yeah. Beyond the name, age, and stuff, right? So we want yeah. to have all that because to us, these data points are so important for us to be able to uh, serve them better, right? Yeah. So we make that. We make that uh, our OKR KPI. Yeah. I have to say that that uh, 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 try to grow the number of members. That that with at least five data points. Okay. Yeah. Of course. So yeah. So I guess it's the balance of quality as well as quantity, yeah. um, and not an oversimplified. You know, they've engaged. The depth of the knowledge and understanding is extremely important. And I've used the term before, which I really like. I, I learned a few years ago about progressive profiling. And I really liked that yeah. because that to me was a really nice, you know, idea as a consumer is that, you know, somebody wants to progressively understand me more and more, of course, with the commercial intention. But as long as I'm benefiting and obviously happy to share that data, I think it makes an awful lot of sense. So. I think it is the the balance, as we said, quantity and quality, but also it's it's also reminding me to circle back to your Reddit conversation about, you know, just the real, the quality of the relationship beyond yeah. data, like beyond transactional, yeah. the emotional quality of it, you know, yeah. so to build in the community, I guess, within the loyalty program um, in a way that's of huge value to that community and maybe connecting them to each other as well, Henry. I think there's a lot of value in making sure that people feel part of something bigger than themselves. And I think that's something it sounds like you did very successfully, certainly in Singapore with 90% of household penetration. Yeah, I, I I love what you you mentioned the keyword uh, network, 
right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I see many uh, loyalty programs having multiple tiers, right? And I know it's another topic for another day, but you know, tiers yeah. is one of those things that 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 that, that continues to fascinate fascinate me, right? Yeah. Um, people think that you know, oh, if I build tiers, means the higher the tier, I'll just give extra perks and uh, extra points, extra vouchers, right? Mm. But that doesn't work, and 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 I think uh, uh, one of the best privileges of, of, of a higher tier uh, membership program is the ability for the members to build network with the other fellow members, right? Yeah. Like-minded. Yeah. Right? That, yeah. That, 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 that. And you facilitate that. You own that relationship. It can happen on your platform. That's fine. But yeah. how do you connect them uh, with, with, with like-minded folks uh, for the betterment of their life, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, they're, they're going to be loyal to, 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 to you, to your platform. Um, because you help them connect with people yeah. who can help them with their problem. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. It's building the tribes, understanding exactly what it is that we're particularly, yeah. you know, interested in, concerned about. I've often used the example that, you know, my podcasting knowledge mainly does come from groups on Facebook, because again, yeah. this is the tribe of people who are, you know, trying to do the same kind of thing as me. So again, we all kind of listen and, and learn from each other, but feels like I need to go and find the podcasters on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. And, and Lululemon does this very well. Oh, um, I love Lululemon. Me too. I think that I, I think Lululemon is awesome. They have them. They have their membership programs. Yep. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. But beyond that, they're very strong with the community building. Right. Are they? they? Yeah. They, 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 they empower the uh, their store managers. Uh, they work with local fitness influencers. They build their own tribe. They call nice. it the sweat life. Right. The Ooh. sweat life. Great. Love it. Like love yeah. it. Like people who like love the sweet to, life. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I love I love working out. I love to be, be drenched in sweat. I think that's like, yes, you know, it's good workout, right? Yeah. I, I think to create that, it attracts a certain appeal. And 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 every locales have their own community. And and that's that's what's so wonderful. And that's how Lululemon leverages the concept of uh, community in yeah. building them. Totally, totally. And you're right, actually, because, for example, I have a wonderful gym uh, where I live. I'm very lucky in my building. And we, you know, we have become friends with other people in the gym, which bizarrely never seemed to happen before. I don't know whether it's just coming out of COVID, going back to the gym just meant everybody wanted to connect a bit more. But like, I'm actually one of the, the people I met there is a business partner now. Like totally yeah. unexpected benefit of that community is you find other things in common. So I'll definitely explore Lululemon as well, Henry. So listen, I think that's all we have time for today. Um, I think we've acknowledged there are lots of mistakes that we all make in all of our uh, work and probably lives as well. But I love the advice that you gave, Henry. Um, my only final question was, um, you know, will you come back on the show? I know you're moving out of consulting into a top secret new role, um, but I know it's a very impressive company and you wouldn't be going there otherwise. But um, hopefully you'll come back when you join this new position and share whatever it is you decide to uh, to launch there. Uh, absolutely. Paul. Like, like, like I told you when, when you wanted me to be on your uh, on, on your podcast, I said that that's that's one of the best testimonies that people acknowledge my you know someone acknowledges my work to be yeah. a guest on your show and 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 yeah, uh, I will definitely love to return and share more uh, yeah. of the work that I will be uh, undertaking uh, in the new place. 
Yes. Yeah. Very exciting. And if people want to find you on LinkedIn, Henry, is it okay for them to connect with you there? Sure. Uh, love it. I mean, I, I love connecting with people. Uh, as long as people yeah. are not, I'm not, not put off by my constant sharing about everything loyalty. <laughs> I just love loyalty. Yes. Right? Uh, you share and, wonderfully. And, 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 yeah. 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 Great. Okay. Any final comments you wanted to share today before we wrap up? No. I mean, the, you know, uh, everyone needs to remember that uh, loyalty is not a program. Uh, yes. Loyalty is an outcome that you want to get out of the customer. Yes, I love it. On that note, Henry Christian, thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you, Paula. This show is brought to you by the Australian Loyalty Association, the leading organization for loyalty networking and education in Asia Pacific. Their International Virtual Loyalty Conference will take place on the 25th of August 2022. Register now to hear global experts discuss current trends in loyalty marketing. There will be fantastic networking opportunities, questions and answers, gamification and great prizes to be won. Visit AustralianLoyaltyAssociation.com to find out more. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.